Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, all my family and friends. This is your girl, Slick Vic. Welcome to Peace, Toast, and Jam. Okay, so if you just listened to the last episode, that was on Tuesday, literally. Well, wait, wait, was it yesterday? It wasn't Tuesday, it was yesterday. It was Wednesday? Oh my gosh, was it? I don't even know. I'm gonna have to check after this. Doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. The fact that I'm doing two in a row, pretty much, is incredible and this is why if you've been following my my podcast you know that i can be such a freaking squirrel when it comes to like forgetting about a week or two now in my defense it's been crazy here in florida especially tampa um we just had hurricane ian hit not too long ago which by the way we were very very lucky to have not gotten hit and to those that did um i know there's still a lot of hurricane Ian residue going on out there. Um, so my heart does go out for the families that were hit really, really hard. Um, but here in Tampa, we were, we, like I said, we were very lucky and I'm very grateful for that. Um, but I've had such a crazy transition since moving here to Florida and a lot has happened. Many highs, many lows. Um, and sadly, or maybe not sadly, maybe fortunately for me, Uh, there's been a lot more lows and highs, but here's what I'm saying. Fortunately, because, which leads me into today's episode that is super spontaneous because of the fact that so many things have gone quote unquote wrong, which really, when you think about it, things don't really go wrong. Everything's really right for you. It's basically just, uh, it's basically just whatever you are doing in your life, whatever you are pursuing and and what actions you're taking are going to lead you to whatever's going on in your life because we are responsible for everything that happens to us. We really are. Um, There are situations where it's probably hard to wrap your head around. It's probably hard for me to wrap my head around as far as that goes because I think about some really crazy, terrible things that have happened in my life and I'm like, seriously, like I manifested that or that was like, that was because of me. And I don't know how else to say it other than to have the faith that the things that happen in your life that are, like I said, quote unquote, bad, wrong, negative is actually for you and is not happening to you, but it's happening for you. So I'm going to jump into that right now. Um, So it has been really crazy. It has been really technically horrible for me. (laughs) I'm just going to be so, so frank with all y'all and I'm just going to be really honest it's been tough. It's been really tough uh, coming here to Florida and and trying to create a whole new chapter in my life, going on this crazy journey. And um, it's it was especially hard because I was coming here, oh gosh, like a long time ago with the thought that I was going to come here in the fall and I was just going to find a job like on, like on a whim. Um, maybe I would do a little bit of research beforehand, but really I was just saving up, saving up, saving up. And I had a whole different plan. Then that all changed when I was asked to be a part of a nonprofit. And so I then moved here for that nonprofit. That was my new goal. And I wasn't thinking about any other kind of um, any kind of, uh, career really at the time. I mean, I still had my own personal goals, but I had put that on the back burner for this new company that I was creating with, uh, two other people. So since that has fallen through for me, I backed away from that, uh, that company, that organization that was, um, being created. I then was completely on my own and 
everything that I was putting stock in as far as that company went just fell. It just, it was gone. Like poof, there it goes. And again, this was my choice. So, uh, you know, I take full responsibility for leaving and the reasons I was leaving were my reasons. Um, and I think I said this before on another episode, like, you know, perhaps one day I'll go in a little bit more detail about that. Um, but with that being said, I gotten to, I, I've been actually, to be honest with you, I've been in a very low, low place. Um, even throughout my podcast episodes, I've had those high moments where I was making these episodes and I was going, you know what guys, like I'm going to pursue, I'm going to be resilient. I'm going to do it. And yes, I have been, I mean here I, every day that I've made it through, it's, it's a hundred percent success rate. You know, I, I'm still here. I'm still pushing, but that it, it's, and I'm sure that all of you listening out there could relate in some way where you have those moments where you're like, you know what? I'm going to get through this. It's going to be okay. And like you get that spark again. Maybe it's the caffeine from the coffee in the morning. Maybe it's because you finally had a good sleep. Maybe it's just because you felt that adrenaline rush or you got a little dopamine dopamine uh, drop or whatever it may be. Um, and you feel like, yeah, I'm going to make it. This is going to be all right. And then it's like, for whatever reason, this dark cloud will just come right on over your head and you're, you're back to square one of like, but what do I do? Like, I, I need a home now. I need income. I need uh, security of some sort. I need to feel safe. I need this. I need that. Oh my gosh. Wrong. You know, like everything that you were at one point in time, either banking on from something else or you had from something else when it's gone, like these are a lot of things are like basic necessities that you need to feel secure, to feel whole, to feel grounded. Grounded is the key word here. And to be honest with you, ever since I made that decision completely to leave, um, and actually it was kind of brewing, it was brewing for then, but, um, ever since I finally said, yeah, like this is it, I can't do this anymore. Um, I, I, I really felt completely like the, the, like the wind was knocked out of me. That's the feeling that I would relate it to uh, mentally, emotionally, um, and it's hard. It's hard. You, uh, gosh, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I'll say for myself, it's, it brought me right back to a lot of dark places that I've been before when I was depressed. And for the last two months, I have woken up pretty much every morning with extreme anxiety to the point where I would be, I would be in my bed, I'd wake up and I would just be in my bed laying there still looking at the ceiling or whatever and just holding onto my chest, like my heart and trying to get my heart rate to go down because I would wake up and it was like automatic. I felt like I was about to go run a race. You know what I mean? It was like that adrenaline. It was crazy. And it's, it since has lessened a lot, like well over 50% it's lessened, which I am so grateful for because if anyone has ever experienced this, you know how, how uncomfortable this is and also how sometimes debilitating it is. Like I wouldn't want to get out of bed. Um, I was staying at my, my sister's house, uh, at my sister and my brother-in-law's house who live here and they were allowing me to stay at their home. I mean, thank goodness, because um, I was homeless. I was I was living in, in a home that was given to me. I was giving housing through this company. And since I left, I didn't have that anymore. So I was technically homeless. And I was able to, to bum it, you know, at their house for a little bit. But 
there was mornings where I'd wake up like super early, right when they were all waking up, but I would just stay motionless, like in my bed, not being able to get up. And I would try to go back to sleep and I couldn't. My, And the reason is because I was in this like fight or flight mode for a long time. I'm actually, I'm actually very surprised that I haven't developed something physically from this, but actually I did have something that came up, which I'm going to explain in a second. So the, la- the reason why I bring up the physical aspect of it is because the last time that I moved to Florida, um, and this might be, you know, a broken record for those that have been following my story on here. I had moved here in 2019. I was fresh out of my master's. I got uh, my school counseling license and I was coming here to be a fresh, new, you know, bright eyed, bushy tail school, school counselor. And I was really excited about it. I just went to school for like two, two years, you know, and got done with a really awesome internship. And I was excited to be in the school system. And I got here, I moved here and it was almost immediately all these things started to fall apart. Um, like literally my car broke down. Um, I was having issues with so many different other things. And then I was training jujitsu. I loved it, but that was like my only release, my only therapy, literally. And here I am as a school counselor, like a quote unquote therapist in a way. And I couldn't even get my mental health in check. Um, but the stress from that job was so intense and I was really good at handling stress back then, I guess, because I was just like going through the motions of it all that the one morning I woke up and I had all these horrible, like very hurtful bumps from my right hip down my right leg. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, this has to be like a staph infection because, you know, I, I, I do, you know, a sport that sometimes you get crazy skin things that pop up. But I'm like, you know, this is different. Like, I've never had something like this. So I went to an urgent care and I sat down and this doctor comes in. He looks at my leg. He looks back at me and he kind of just smirks a little bit. And I'm thinking like, gosh, why is this guy like smiling? Like, what the heck? This is like a horrible thing for me. Right. And he's like, he's like, um, why are you so stressed out? And I'm like, excuse me? Like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, uh, you know, like, I was just like, that was a weird question. And he's like, yeah, why are you so stressed out? What's going on? And I'm like, uh, sir, like, I'm not stressed out. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I I went to school. I got a job. I was told it was going to be, you know, a lot of high stress. And I am one of two counselors for a school that's like approaching 700 students. So yeah, like no big deal. You know, I mean, by the way, you know, putting out fires every day and I'm basically a glorified substitute teacher because we don't have enough help because these education systems are insane. I feel so bad for teachers. Like I really do for the school systems in general. But anyway, so I was just going on this whole, like, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. And he's like, you have developed shingles. And I'm like, shingles, wait a minute. Shingles comes from like the chicken pox virus that you, you know, if you've had chicken pox, it stays in your system, it lays dormant. And then usually shingles will pop up when you're much older in your life, um, much more seasoned if we don't want to use the O word. (laughs) And, um, or it's under like super high stress. Like your body will be triggered and it just, pops up. It's like an inflammation in your system. And my immune system has been notoriously not that great. So that part of it didn't really, I was like, oh, well, of course I got something. Cause I just, I'm just so susceptible to like anything I swear, which really sucks, but I do my best, um, to stay as healthy as I can, as far as immune system goes. Um, but that was a shock 
shocker for me. I was like, shingles, what the heck? And he's like, yeah. And he looked me right in the eyes. He's like, whatever you're doing, you need to, you need to really reevaluate your life. This is like a wake up call. It's like, it's pretty much like, to me, it was like having a heart attack. You know, it was like having a stroke. It was like those extreme events where you, you or anyone that has like a very high stress tolerance, um, may just push things aside because they're like, well, you know, what? I got to get through it. I, I, I need to pay my bills. I need to do this because people are looking up to me. I, I just got to get through the day. I need to just push through it. And our mind, our minds are so beautifully strong and they can get us through so much. They, they truly can. We can literally create things with our mind. Okay. But we all have our breaking points and we all have that. Think about like a, you know, like a balance beam or like a seesaw, right? So like we are the only ones responsible for keeping it balanced, for keeping it level. So sometimes we will just push through things and we'll push our body to limits that we didn't even know we're, we were capable of, capable of, but there are limits. Like just like anything, it's like a rubber band. Like the more you stretch it, the more you stretch it, the more you stretch it. Yeah, it may still have a little bit of elasticity, but over time it's gonna lose it. And then eventually it's gonna snap. Like that's what happens. And so this was one of those moments where I had a snapping moment. And so with that, I, I remember I went home, I told my family, I told my, at the time I was actually living at my sister and brother-in-law's house and I told them what it was and they're like, oh my gosh, Vic, they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, I think, like it still didn't settle, didn't set in. Like I was just like, gosh, this like really sucks. This, this really hurts. You know what I mean? Like these, they're like horrible sores on your body. Um, you know, I felt super self-conscious. Oh my gosh. And, and then I just started to reflect and I started to be like, what am I so stressed out about? And I was like, oh, and I just went down the list and there was a bunch of things where I was like, I'm actually kind of semi-impressed that I got through these things without having breakdowns. But obviously it got to the point where my body was going to tell me if my mind wasn't going to tell me to freaking slow down, to freaking reevaluate everything. And, and now mind you, I'm not telling you that Every time you have something really tough come up that you should just quit, that you should just run away from it. No, because obviously that is not, that's not the goal. That's not, that's not what I'm trying to portray here or I'm trying to preach or whatever. But for me, it was like, it was a huge wake up call because I'm usually pretty good at handling things. And I, I come to find out, you know, through my own reflection with myself that the reason why it it was such a pivotal moment because I realized I was not happy. I wasn't enjoying my job. I wasn't enjoying my career. I was, I felt lost. I felt disconnected. And that was key for me because even if you have a high stressful job, there's a lot of people that have high stressful jobs. And when I think about like emergency individuals, like EMTs or surgeons or doctors or nurses that are like in those crazy high stress jobs, right? And that's just one example. Yes, a lot of them are probably going to have the same kind of realization that I did where, whoa, this is just, I need to figure out either a different level of this career, maybe a different, I don't know, like maybe not be in the emergency room. I still want to help people, whatever it may be. Um, and then there are some people who can thrive off of that. And then there are some people who just know how to pivot. They know how to shift it and they still freaking love what they do. They absolutely adore it. So it makes it all worthwhile and their stress levels are able to be balanced and it doesn't affect them the way that it would affect, you know, maybe me or you in a similar situation. So with that being said, I finally came to a point where I was like, I, 
I, it's not that I can't do this because I could, I could keep doing it. It really wasn't a question of that. It was, I just no longer wanted to do that. I had no desire left in me. And I, I also felt in my gut finally, because I listened to my gut finally, that this was not for me. So I remember I stuck it out till, um, after Thanksgiving and then pretty shortly after that into December, I went home to Ohio and a lot of people here in Tampa were pretty upset with me. Um, and when I say upset, it's not that they were mad, but they were like, wow, like you gave up. Like, and also, and also they, they didn't want me to leave. Obviously there was, they were sad that I was leaving. These are family and friends, but I knew that I had to figure this out. So I went back home to Ohio and I got into a very dark, dark place. Um, I was very depressed and I had the same similar anxiety episodes that I was just talking about that I had recently. And, um, and that's what I'm getting to is the fact that I had those same moments not too long ago. And so, you know, flash forward to this past, these past like month and a half, two months, I started having those same feelings and it was all too familiar. But the difference between this time and that was I had been through it. So it wasn't a complete shock. Um, yeah, it hurt. Yeah, it didn't feel good. And yeah, it's, you know, it, it hit just as hard, I would say. But the difference this time was I knew that I'd been through it before and I knew I could get through it because I did before. And this time I knew I had to jump right back in and say, okay, you're not giving up. You're not running back home. You're going to figure this out. And just because this door didn't open up to the path that you thought it was going to open up to doesn't mean there's not another door right around the corner that's waving in the wind asking you to to go through. Because at one point in time, going backwards for a minute, when I got back home to Ohio and I thought all the doors were closed and I didn't know what to do and I was super depressed and all this anxiety was hitting me, I was so wrapped up in that that I didn't realize a door that was open for me. And that was when I started getting into spirituality. I started to get into Reiki energy healing. I, I opened up my own LLC. I became a wellness coach. I was doing all these things. I was networking with people in the area. I then um, got my 200 hour yoga teacher certification. I'm now per- presently just getting back into my, the rest of it, the 300 hour. So point being that when I went through all that crazy stuff and I got through it, Now that I am in a quote unquote similar, I was in a quote unquote similar mindset and situation, I knew what to do. And, you know, it's hard to take advice from anyone who has never been in your situation before because throughout this whole experience, you know, I've had many family members and friends who are like, Vic, you know, like, what are you going to do? And there was a lot of times in the last two months that I'm like, guys, I don't know. Like, I came here with a goal. It fell short. I didn't have a backup plan because I put everything, I put all my eggs in one basket, which by the way, side note, not a good idea. (laughs) So take it from me. And it's probably not the best idea to do that. And not saying that you should always have a plan B because then you're almost taken away from the plan A, which if that's really your goal, then I do kind of believe that you should, you know, 
as they say, like burn the ships, meaning go full force into it. But I think it's smart at the same time to have a little bit of a cushion of some sort, or at least your plan B should still be stemming off of your passion and your goals and your dreams. Um, Unfortunately for me, I was gung-ho, really putting all my faith and trust into something that even though it it kind of correlated kind of correlated with my own dreams and desires it wasn't on the same exact path and so that's kind of where i fell a little short and i wasn't putting any energy into my own dreams and goals so just a little side note that um you know, if you're someone who's doing that right now, maybe you should get back to your dreams and goals. And doesn't mean you have to go full force if you're still working on something, but don't give up on it because you never know when that little dream or goal is going to become your main, main source of passion and where all your energy is going to go again. So anywho, where I'm getting with all of this is I fell down again, basically. And This fall hurt just as hard as the first time, but this time, because I had fallen before, it felt familiar in a way that I knew I could get back up because I did it before. So I have recently had many amazing conversations with some very close friends, um, specifically one who I actually just talked about in the last episode, and... um, she awoken in me a fire that I had let pretty much burn out. And since that conversation that I had with her, I have had many little doors open up for me. And maybe I shouldn't call them little, but there have been some crazy opportunities that have been falling into my lap that have allowed me to gain so much clarity again in my life. And that has been indescribably priceless for me because let me just clarify the fact that I still do not have a job. (laughs) I have no main source of income and I have just taken on an apartment where, you know, I am pulling from my savings and I am doing any odd little job right now and trying to put myself out there in the freelance world of digital content creation to to get anything, to just pay for groceries, to help, to help the cost of my living expenses now, because I hadn't prepared for that because I was at one point given housing. I was, you know what I mean? So my point being is that through all of that, I have finally gotten to a place where instead of just my mouth and nose like above the water me basically almost drowning I'm probably now it's it's by my shoulders so I'm like okay I can see above the water now yeah I'm still in the water but I can fully breathe and I don't feel like I'm treading treading water like crazy I'm I have some clarity I have now a couple plans in action I have in the last week you know, I've, I've fully moved into my new apartment and I've started to get organized and I've gone to some networking group, group events. I've started going around to the yoga community because I feel really centered and balanced when I'm around other yogis um, and other wellness professionals because I fall into that track being a wellness coach and also being a, um, a yoga practitioner as long as, you know, with the, with me being a Reiki master, that goes right along with it. And so 
with all this being said, I'm describing this all to you to hopefully inspire you and motivate you to not give up because uh, I've wanted to a lot and you don't know how many times I have been searching late, 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 late at night till about like two o'clock in the morning on LinkedIn and on Indeed and on all these job sites for just basic, basic anything kind of income. And you know what? It's not, and I've said this before on this podcast, I, I still might take a job like that. I still might pay a job that pays, you know, 13, 14, 15 bucks an hour just to get some cash flow. And there's nothing wrong with that. But now going into it, I'm in a different mindset because I have some other little opportunities brewing. I don't feel so down in the dumps and I don't feel so depressed. I feel like, Hey, I have a plan. And even if these plans don't exactly work out, it's at least got me to a point where I'm happier. It's at least gotten me to a point where I can, I can see a little clearer. I, I, I can, I can have my mind rest. I don't have to wake up every morning feeling like I'm drowning, literally drowning in my stress. So big breath in and out. That's literally what it's felt like. I felt like I can finally breathe lately. It's incredible. So I wanted to share that because I think it's important to share the the high moments along with the low moments to 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 obviously recognize the contrast but to relate to anyone out there saying hey you know i'm a very happy positive person by nature but man it's been hard lately it's been really tough and it's taken me a little while to get back to that but it's not impossible and yes even positive happy people like myself have really dark times but I never let myself fully just drown in the darkness because I knew that just a little bit of light would help. And at the time, I didn't know where to find that light. So I was getting doses of it from my family, from my friends, and probably the most consistent dose of light in my life has been my jujitsu gym and, and family community there because I was actually just talking to a jiu-jitsu gym owner in Virginia who I actually will be speaking at his his um, dojo coming up in November, which is kind of partially why I'm really super excited right now. Um, but I told him today, uh, we had a phone conversation. I was like, and I was explaining how it's been really crazy here for me. And I was like, you know what? The, the one thing that stayed consistent throughout all of this craziness all of the, you know, the tornado of emotions and feeling super depressed and and anxious is I have stuck with jujitsu. I, I haven't missed more than maybe two days of training ever in a row. Um, since going through this whole situation, um, because of how important it is to my life, how important it is to my mental health and, whether it's jujitsu for you, whether it's working out, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's just taking a nice nap, um, reading, listening to music, what I don't know, vegging out on the couch here and there just to clear your mind, whatever it may be. If that is so crucial for, for anyone to stay grounded. And, um, I especially like the jujitsu community because it's, it's, it's a way to, not focus on anything but what's being done on the mat 
because I don't know about you, for anyone who's out there who practices jujitsu, um, who trains, who's consistent with it, when you walk in there, when you're on the mat and you're being you know, taught something, you're in drills, um, and then when you start to roll, it's really hard to think about anything else during that time because your focus is on, hey, stay alive. <laughs> Don't get choked out. Don't let your limbs, you know, be broken. So it's it's such an amazing experience that happens because it really forces you to stay focused um, and to focus on the present moment, which is what I love. Plus, you're exerting energy, hopefully in a very healthy, <laughs> safe way, um, as long as you have partners and, and you know, a community that obviously is not there to hurt you, which, you know, mine is not like that at all. They're very, very good with that. But point being is it's such a release and it's such an amazing place to be. And that has kept me super grounded throughout all of this. So I wanted to just bring that whole story full circle to, to recognize that, Hey, I'm human just like you who's listening. And Hey, if you're going through something, know that someone like me, you know, raising my hand over here, who's super bubbly and happy and optimistic and positive, has also recently gone through some really crappy times and has had moments where I've wanted to resort it back to old careers. I've wanted to just throw in the towel. I've wanted to, for probably, there's probably a split second when I, and I say a split second because it didn't last very long, but I was like, you know what? There is no shame in going back home to Ohio. But then just like that, I was like, no, like, no, I, I'm here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to make it through. I'm going to make it work. And that's what's been fueling me. That's what's put a little fire under me again. And all in all, I'm bringing this to everyone's ears today to, to hopefully inspire you and motivate you to keep going after what you truly want to do and who you're becoming and who you're growing into being. And don't lose sight of that. No matter what, whether you're, you know, you're making tacos at Taco Bell, or if you're in a cubicle in a corporate office, or maybe you're unemployed. It doesn't really matter. If you're in a spot where maybe it's not your dream job or maybe you're feeling really unfulfilled or it's just not for you and you're just doing it to get by, there's no shame in that, first of all. And second of all, take the time, make the time to still go after what you truly want to do, what you're really compassionate about, what literally lights you up, what brings you all that joy. And if it's like, playing video games. Okay. Then go on, what is it called? Twitch or whatever? Like, you know, and become something like that. I don't know. Like stream your, when you're playing games, I'm sorry, I'm probably using like the wrong usage of words here, verbiage, but you get my point. If you love to draw on color, do it. You know, if you love training people, working out, get certified as a trainer. You can do that stuff online. Um, if you want to go back to school, you can actually go online to go back to school. I mean, there's so many options. Obviously I know a lot of things take time and most importantly, and sadly money, but if there's a will, there's a way. And if you have that desire and will to do it, you will do it just the way that you put the time and effort in to go to your job and you, you show up for that job because you need the money. So that is 
what drives you because you want to feel secure in that way. Well, that's all fine and dandy, but if you literally hate everything else, then is it really worth it? So you gotta, you gotta get that spark. You gotta find a way to get it back and you gotta get back on track. So again, I'm gonna say it one more time. I hope this inspired someone. I hope this motivated someone. I'm gonna keep riding this positive energy train that I'm on right now. And I'll keep you all up to date with what I just kind of slipped in there with speaking at another jujitsu gym very soon. Very excited about that. Um, and with that, I will, I'm going to leave you guys, but please let me know if this has helped you today. Please reach out to me on my Instagram account. Uh, my, my name on there is slick Vic B A B as in boy, A as in apple. Um, I also have my link tree in my Instagram profile page and my TikTok, which is the same name, Slick Vic BA. And you can find all kinds of different information about me. I have a website. I have a Patreon community if you want to be a part of that. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's basically a community where you can subscribe. And there's three different tiers based on like what you want to subscribe to. And the main point is it's a it's a very positive community which I created for individuals that need or want inspiration, motivation, and want to be surrounded by like-minded individuals. So if that's something that interests you, there's that available. Um, so just check it out. Um, and also please just share this podcast. If, if you're listening to this and you have social media, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, even TikTok, please share it. Cause that's the only way that anyone else can really hear, you know, about what I like to talk about. And, and hopefully if it did something for you, it'll do something for someone else. So please share. And, um, with that, I'll leave you. I hope you guys have a great day and I will talk to y'all soon. Bye. Mm-hmm.